Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. I'm your host, Riley Carroll, and thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're already a subscriber and you're coming back, thank you so much for joining us again. Today on the podcast, we are going to be chatting about adult friendships. They are super hard to maintain, but they're also so critical. I feel really strongly that adults need just as strong of friendships as teenagers and young adults do maybe even more than teenagers and young adults do. So let's chat about it. I'll give you my best tips and trips, tips and tricks, tips and trips. I wish I could go on a trip. Are you kidding me? I'd love to go on a trip. Hit me up if you're an adult friend, you want to go on a trip. Um, But we're going to be chatting about how to create and maintain those adult friendships. So stay tuned and welcome back to the life of Riley. Once you graduate college or you graduate high school and you move on to a place of work, it becomes a lot more difficult to see friends. And you don't get these natural social activities that you might in school. You really have to create them for yourselves. So not only is it harder to maintain these friendships, it also becomes more important to maintain these friendships. So kind of an unfortunate, um, you know, crossing of two different time periods in your life. But I think that friends as you get older are so important. They help you get through tough times. They become resources and allies. I have learned so much from my friends. Obviously, that's why I have this podcast. So I think that they are both more important to maintain and harder than ever to maintain all at the same time. Let's talk about why. First of all, maintaining adult friendships is kind of expensive. It costs a lot of money to go out to dinner and have drinks and get coffee. It really adds up. So when you're older, you can't just like have a play date or can you? Let's talk about it. Um, You have to kind of go out and spend money and that's not always fun. So I encourage you guys to invite people over into your space. I love having friends over here. I've had friends over where they bring dinner or I cook dinner. They might bring a bottle of wine or dessert, maybe make it a potluck. And it's a really budget-friendly way to um, basically mirror the same experience is going to a restaurant, except for it's even better because it's in your own home and you can talk about whatever and not offend the family sitting next to you. Not like I've done that before, but just trust me on it. Okay. Also, it's really fun to do an activity and you can do this on a budget as well. Last year, my friend Audrey and I made Christmas wreaths and I got all the supplies from the Dollar Tree and Walmart and it was maybe like $30 altogether for everything less than that probably. So, you know, 15 bucks a person to make this adorable Christmas wreath and it took up our whole evening. She made a delicious cheese board and we watched The Grinch. It was so much fun and we got to spend time together and do an activity that didn't break the bank. Another idea for that is to have a wine and paint night. I'm really lucky because my roommate Kylie is an amazing artist, so she could probably host a really great wine and paint night where we kind of take um, a canvas and just copy whatever she's painting or paint our own thing. That would be really fun. I should actually pitch that to her when she gets back. I should write that down. So those are my ideas for more of a budget-friendly way to um, see your friends. So the other point about an adult friendship is to make an effort, but also be patient. So two sides of the same coin here. On the one hand, 
We do need to be making an effort to see our friends. These relationships are not going to foster themselves and we need to be putting in the time and the love and the effort of making a plan and sticking to it. On the other hand, we also need to be respectful and patient of other people's lives. You know, um, people have lives outside of work and outside of their friendships. I have so many friends who are married, friends who are parents, friends who are in school, have jobs, have multiple jobs. And so you can't take it personally if somebody doesn't get back to you right away or doesn't have time to hang out. It's not because we don't love you. It's probably just because we're really busy. That being said, don't forget, make your friends a priority, invest in them And it will make your life better and your life more enjoyable. I think that one thing that I really try and implement and practice in my life is just letting someone know that you're thinking of them. If somebody crosses your mind, don't let it just pass. Shoot them a text. It doesn't even have to be for a specific reason, but just shoot them a text and say, I was thinking of you. You crossed my mind today. I hope you're doing well. I hope to see you soon. And we've all sent that text of, I hope to see you too soon. <laughs> Let's grab coffee with absolutely no intention of doing it. And that's okay. I know we're all busy, but it, it does mean something, at least in my opinion, just to get a little message of a reminder that you're loved, you're special, you're thought of. And I think that's really sweet. So the next point is to be picky about who you spend your time with. As we transition into adulthood, our time becomes more and more limited and more and more valuable. So make sure that you're spending your time with people that lift you up, that inspire you, that make you feel good, and truly add joy to your life. I surround myself with friends who make me a better person, and I am very grateful for that. And I know not everyone has those sorts of friendships, and I empower all of you to do a little cleaning of your friendships and make sure that the people that you're investing the most time in are lifting you up and you're starting to kind of let those other people go out of your life that just aren't adding value anymore. That's really, really important. Something that I like to do with my friends is um, everyday activities that I would do anyways. It's so much fun to find a friend that enjoys the same activities and hobbies as you do. For example, friends that you can go to church with. That's really important to me. I have a good friend who I um, I always know that I can go to mass with her. I always know that we can talk about that. And that's really important to me. So maybe um, it's kind of like killing two birds with one stone. You get to go do your everyday activity, plus you get to see a friend for a while, which is really great. Whether it's working out, meditation, yoga, going for a walk, you know, other hobbies, taking golf lessons, get a friend to do it with you. That way you're not only adding value to your own life, you're adding value to someone else's. And who doesn't want to do that? A quick anecdote, or not really quick, but you know, an anecdote. My best friend and I are long distance. My best friend, her name is Alicia and she lives in Texas. So, um, I went to Cal State Fullerton for undergrad. We're both from up north in Sacramento, but she went to TCU, Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas, and I went to Cal State Fullerton in Fullerton, California in Southern California. So we were having a long distance relationship for many years now, and we still are. She's a middle school art teacher in Fort Worth, Texas right now. So we have to make a deliberate effort to see each other, as you can imagine. We sometimes are able to catch each other on Christmas breaks or spring breaks. Um, This year, we went to Stagecoach together. It was so much fun. But most of the time, we have to carve out time to FaceTime or 
see each other specifically. She's in graduate school. I'm in graduate school. She works full-time. I work full-time. So we make it a priority to talk to each other. So this past August, it was her 23rd birthday, and I decided to fly out to Fort Worth, Texas to surprise her. And it was so much fun. I had the best time. Her amazing fiance, Colton, helped me orchestrate the whole thing. And I flew to Texas really early in the morning without her knowing. I landed in Fort Worth. By the way, the entire day I was documenting my trip on my Instagram story, but I had actually blocked her from it. So it was absolutely hilarious. I was posting about my entire day and she never knew. So her fiance picked me up at the airport. We picked up some Smirnoff ices at a gas station because that's important on a birthday, right? To get iced. If you don't know what getting iced is, um, let me, let me inform you. It is when you hide a Smirnoff ice, which is an alcoholic beverage you hide a Smirnoff ice and when the person finds it, they have to drink it. So it's a fun game that she and I like to play with each other. Um, it's a really good time. So I surprised her in Texas with an ice, of course, and we had the best birthday weekend. It was so much fun. It was totally worth it. I took the weekend off of work and it really fulfilled my heart and it made me feel Um, just warm and fuzzy inside. And I know that she really loved and appreciated having me there for her birthday. I know that was really important to her. Plus, it is her last birthday as a single woman. She's getting married in June of next year to Colton, which I'm so excited about. I'm the maid of honor in her wedding. So I'm sure that we're going to have many episodes to come on wedding planning with her and being a maid of honor and tips and tricks and all of that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. But It's her last birthday being unwed, and so we really had to do it at big. I will now transition into a slightly less heartwarming story of me doing it up big in Texas. So, you know, we went out to bars, and it was really fun. We had a great time. So I left Sunday morning um, pretty early, I guess. Actually, not that early. I think my flight was at like 11 out of Texas, and I purchased the absolute cheapest flight that you could on Southwest Airlines or American Airlines, sorry, on American Airlines. And um, I purchased the cheapest flight and it took me from Texas to Arkansas, which if you don't know geography very well, that is literally the opposite direction of California where I needed to go. So I went from Texas to Arkansas. I had a three hour layover in Arkansas and then I flew from Arkansas back the other direction home to California to Los Angeles. So in the morning when it's time for my flight, I'm a little ill, you could say. As my mom would say, I have the flu and I'm throwing up a lot. (laughs) So I'm throwing up and I throw up literally the second before I step out of the car to go. I throw up in a bag. I throw it away. I go through TSA and the TSA guy is like, ma'am, you don't look so good. Are you feeling okay? And I said, Yeah. And he said, Oh, have you not really woken up yet? And I said, no, I'm, I'm awake trying to be really polite, but truly I've never been sicker. I can't even really muster the strength to talk to this TSA agent. So I get to my gate and I feel like I have to throw up again. So I run to the bathroom really quick. And of course the bathroom is closed. So I have to walk all the way to the other side of the terminal and I use the restroom up Chuck one more time. Is throwing up a gross word? I don't know. I'm going to try and switch it up. So in case you think throwing up is a gross word, I can, I can switch it up a little bit. So I blew chunks. All right. Is that better? Ooh, that sounds literally worse. Okay. So I, I threw up one more time and I get on my flight. It's about a 45 minute flight from Texas to Arkansas. So I'm sitting in the middle seat, of course, 
and we're about to take off and I can just feel myself needing to throw up again. I, I was trying to drink water, but I couldn't even keep water down. So I'm searching for a barf bag, like for motion sickness. And I see one, but I was like, Oh, that's so gross. These, these two gentlemen that I'm in between, they have to see me throw up. I don't think they want that. I decide to go back to the bathroom and I threw up in the airplane bathroom. Literally 10 minutes later, the flight attendants come by with drinks and I take a bottle of water and I drink it and I have to go throw up again. So I go to the bathroom and I throw up again, 45 minute flight. I've thrown up twice. I'm coming out of the bathroom the second time and the flight attendant stops me and she like comes kind of pulls me aside and she goes, sweetheart, are you pregnant? And literally, let me say this, on the way to the airport, my best friend Alicia was telling me the story about how she, she wasn't hungover, but she had like some kind of stomach bug or something. And she was on a flight once and she threw up in the, in the airplane bag and the flight attendant had asked her if she was pregnant. And I was like, that's so crazy. Who asked that? Whatever. Lo and behold, Andrea, her name was Andrea, bless her heart. Uh, Andrea on American Airlines asked me if I'm pregnant. Now, in the moment, it's a little hazy. Like, I'm I'm feeling really sick. I'm feeling very embarrassed. I'm absolutely humiliated <laughs> as I'm sharing it on my podcast. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Um, I'm humiliated. And kind of in the moment, I just was like, um, yes, I am. I just found out yesterday. What? I literally told the flight attendant, yes, I am pregnant. Now, in my mind, that was like a more sympathetic um, story than, oh, no, I got really hungover and I drank a lot last night and I'm just a little hungover. It was a little bit more sympathetic to be pregnant, right? So I say, yes, I'm pregnant. Kind of thinking she would just say, like, best of luck to you. You know, go take a seat. Let me know if I can get you anything. She puts her cute little hand on my shoulder and she goes, sweetheart, you are going to love your baby. Jesus is going to love your baby. You know, I was so scared when I had my first son and I was real sick just like you, but it's going to be all right. All right. Jesus is going to love that baby. Why don't you come follow me this way to the back row? Um, It's open. So this lady puts me up in the back row with no one else. She lets me lay out. She gets me like a pillow and a blanket, really, really nurturing. So, so sweet. Literally, I'm going to hell for this people. Like literally I'm going to hell. So she's like, you know, fluffy my pillow. It's only a 45 minute flight. So about 20 minutes later, she comes over and she's like, sweetheart, can you do me a, can you sit up for me, please? Can you just sit up? We need to, we need to land. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And then like literally in retrospect, I'm like, God, I really should have milked that more. Like I'm pregnant. Like, do you have any first class upgrades? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But I didn't because I'm a good person. So she sets me up, we land and I go to get my suitcase and she's like, nope, absolutely not. Nope, 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 no, no, ma'am. I'm going to get that for you. And she like moves my hands and she gets my suitcase down. She collects my bags for me. So kind. (laughs) I literally feel so guilty and I'm also so sick and I'm so embarrassed, like truly a low point. And, um, I'm, I'm going to get off the plane and she said, uh, sweetheart, the only thing that I could eat when I was pregnant was pretzels and there's an auntie Annie's in the terminal. Can I go get you a pretzel? And 
Uh, I said, oh, no, thank you. I, I'll be okay, whatever. I immediately walk out. I did end up going to Auntie Annie's and getting a pretzel, and I felt better in an hour. But um, that was my amazing end to my wonderful trip with Alicia. I then immediately went to church the next day and uh, asked God for forgiveness because you should not be lying about that. And you should not be lying about being pregnant and having kids on an airplane, even if Andrea on American Airlines, truly you were the absolute sweetest. I don't know if you're like an Arkansas-based flight crew or a Texas-based flight crew, but you are so sweet. Thank you. I am not pregnant. I am sorry that I lied about being pregnant. And um, on that note, maintain your adult friendships, guys, because maybe, too, you might be able to fly to Texas, surprise your best friend, celebrate her birthday, go to a bar, meet random people, have a delicious brunch, get really hungover, tell your flight attendant that you're pregnant, um, get a pretzel at Annie Annie's, and make it home and live to tell the tale. With that... Uh, I bid you all a farewell. Thank you so very much for listening. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Riley Carroll, and I appreciate you listening. I will see you next time. Thanks so much. Hey.